0: are Locked On Razorbacks.
1: Your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I'm also the host of Bounds. you can catch you every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037 The Buzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Hope everybody had a wonderful week so far. So we we're just 16 days away from Razorback football, which, of course, we've been talking about a lot. And it's been a lot of fun talking about it. Can't wait till it all goes down. And I know uh, one of the exciting things is just going to be able to have a bunch of people in the stadium for once. You know, it seems like it's even though COVID was a thing, it's been longer than just the COVID year when there's been problems. But either way, Hunter, you check the athletic director for the University of Arkansas joined my show and had some really great things to say, which we'll talk about some of those things uh, here on the other side of the break. But it started just making me wonder with speaking with Hunter Juracek and just looking at the current state of things where the University of Arkansas athletic Department's going in a really good direction. And, uh, you know, Sam Pittman obviously is someone that's trying to get to that level, like this level of success, at least that the rest of. The athletic department is seeing right now, and it's just cool to hear again more testimonies about why Sam Pittman is the right man for the job, which we also talked about with Hunter Yerachek. But Barry Odom, the defensive coordinator for Arkansas, was meeting with the media today, and you know we don't get a chance to really talk with Barry Odom very often. Uh, really, a chance to talk with the assistant coaches very often at all, either. Like they're kind of just living in their own world, and you know we we get them every like. Every so often, maybe. But still, it was good to hear uh, Barry Odom speak on the defense, and he's really excited about the things that have been going on and how it's been progressing and all of that. But here's the thing, that he had a quote, a couple of quotes actually, but one in particular that really stood out to me as far as uh, you know what he is doing with the respect he has for Sam Pittman and also his appreciation for for being here, here at the University of Arkansas. And one of the things he said was, "Is that if like why why is Arkansas going to be better?" Was the question. Like, why is Arkansas going to be a better football team this year than what they were last year? And he, you know, most time the coaches could dive in and says, "Well, you know, we're going to because we've we've improved the right things, we've been doing the right stuff, and we've been putting our uh, nose to the floor or whatever some stupid line is when it comes to uh, coaches and coach speak." But he said simply. Quote, we're better because we have a wonderful head coach that lays out a plan for us to go out and execute. Our guys have bought into that. They are hungry to be good and have success. Like, that is just an absolutely stunning quote. Because you don't see assistant coaches talk like that, especially assistant coaches like Barry Odom, who had been a head coach at a Power 5 school before, and a guy that had chances to go elsewhere to coach, like LSU and Texas, they were offering him jobs. And for him to say, we're going to be better, not because of my defense and the, the progress we've been making, and not because of all the players and how great they are, which I'm not saying that those aren't the cases, but for him to first go to because we have a great head coach in Sam Pittman and we know what we're doing and everyone's buying into it. That gives me a breath of relief. Like, I I just love that he's going out and, you know, preaching a little bit, but also making you feel good doing it. Like, listen, Barry Odom is a very intelligent guy. He's he's a very good coach. And I'm sorry, but Texas and LSU don't come after coaches that are not good. Like, I'm not saying he's perfect, and I don't know if he's, you know, what the defense is going to look like this year as far as compared to last year. I'm I'm assuming it'll be better, but – he didn't – like, the fact is is that he took a – he didn't take a pay cut. He took less money to stay at Arkansas. Like, Sam Pittman even tweeted that today. He's like, Barry Odom took less money to stay here at Arkansas. Now, think about that. Not only would he have a chance to go be the coordinator at Texas or LSU, which, as much as I'm a Razorback fan, those are two better football programs. Not only did he turn those down as far as the program goes – But he also turned down a lot more money to go along with it to stay at Arkansas, to stay under head coach Sam Pittman. Guy had only been a head coach for one year. Like he chose that he could have left, but he chose a pay to get paid less and to stay at Arkansas. Instead of going to a bigger job. Barry Odom, a guy who has been a head coach and has been a coach in very successful teams, decided to stay at Arkansas. I don't know what Sam Pittman does as far as behind the scenes as, as a coach. I don't know like how organized or how thorough or how detailed he is. Like we, we just don't know that. We go off of what we hear. But whatever he has, has got these coaches buying into him as well. The guy that hadn't been a head coach before, they're all buying into him after one year. Like They're staying with this guy. The players are staying with this guy. Find me some other coach that has that happen. Find me another coach that is as inexperienced at the head coaching position as Sam Pittman. Where he has brilliant assistant coaches or coordinators that get offered better jobs for more money and they turn it down because they want to stay with that guy find me somebody that's like that. I challenge you. I don't see it. Gives you a good feeling that this year, you know, not going to go undefeated, but could it be special? It absolutely could. It absolutely could. But we'll talk about that more in a second with Hunter check But first, I got to tell you about sweat block. Listen, we all sweat sometimes, and it's really embarrassing anytime that you go out to the gym and you got your shirt all soaked in, or even if you're walking outside during the summertime and your shirt's just drenched, you're like, man, this is embarrassing. Well, you know, it's as embarrassing as it is. We have a solution for you because I'll sweat through my shirt sometimes, but I've been using sweat block, which has just been phenomenal. It's stronger and more effective than most clinical antiperspirants. And you simply apply it before bedtime When you go to bed the next morning, you wake up, you wash, you go about your day without having to worry about sweat guarantee. Now, I know this is too good to be true. At least that's how it sounds. But I literally only have to use sweat block once or twice a week and it keeps me dry the whole time. No more pitting out. No more picking my shirts based on which hide the sweat better. None of that. If you are someone that is dealing with this, Go and check out Sweatblock today. Give it a try for 20% off at sweatblock.com using promo code LOCKED ON or at Amazon and CVS. Sweatblock.com using promo code LOCKED ON for 20% off. You are Locked On
0: Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.
1: All right, we're going to be joined by the athletic director of the University of Arkansas, Hunter Jurczyk, in just a second. But first, I got to tell you about betonline.ag. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are turning to football as teams are back on the grind. To start this football season, as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this year. Get the updated odds, props, and contests, including half million dollar NFL Mega Contest and the two hundred thousand NFL Survivor Contest. Open now at Bet Online. If you head to the website or use your mobile device and sign up today, you receive a hundred percent welcome bonus using promo code Locked On. It's the easiest and fastest way to bet on all your sports action: football, basketball, boxing, horse racing. Don't wait and take advantage of these great offers available for the 2021 season at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Hunter Yerchek was able to join us on Out of Bounds today, and it was a great interview talking with him about everything that's going on, not only with uh, the athletic department, but also the football program in general. And we're going to go ahead and go to the phone lines and welcome him in. Hunter, appreciate you joining us this afternoon. How you doing?
0: John, it's my pleasure. Everything's great. How are things in Little Rock today?
1: Things are great in Little Rock, and and it's great because we are 16 days away from Razorback football starting up, so you know that that's on everybody's mind right now. And I'm sure as an athletic director, just getting ready for this season, we know what you all went through last year and how crazy that was, but now that seems like things are getting closer back to normal. What is your preparation, your excitement, and all the work that you've been putting in, and what's it all been like here over the past few days?
2: Well,
0: John, I'm glad you can call it almost uh, back to normal uh, because I think it's still any, anything but uh, as the pandemic has kind of reared its ugly head again across our country. But um, it's exciting time. You're exactly right. We're a little over two weeks away from kickoff versus Rice here at Razorback Stadium. Uh, season ticket sales have been incredible so far. The, the, our passionate fans across this state are excited about the upcoming football season and Sam Pittman's second year as our head coach, the first that he's had a true spring and summer training session with our student-athletes. and uh, Everything is looking up for us, for sure, as far as the football season goes.
2: Are we still having to monitor what you can do from a crowd standpoint? As far as uh, numbers, right now it's at full capacity, but is that something you're still having to monitor?
0: Well, I mean, this this virus um, makes you stay on your toes, and you have to uh, be ready to adjust and change on the fly right now. As we look ahead to September 4th, September 11th, September 18th, as we open with three three straight home games here at Razorback Stadium, we're uh, planning for full capacity. Um, I think it goes without saying now that we have um, a mask mandate on our campus um, in of our buildings, that will probably some type of requirement for for masking um, in our club indoor suite levels Uh, from our fans. That has not been determined as of yet. And then as you look at volleyball season inside of Barnhill, there'll probably be some type of mask requirement in that facility as well. That's just um, where we are right now um, in our state and across our country. And uh, we want to keep each other safe. We want to make sure that we're able to compete. Again, this year, just like we did last year, and that's going to take all of us across this state doing our part to make sure not only do our student-athletes get to compete, but that our fans get to come and attend those games. That was we had an incredible 2021 athletic season, and one of the more disappointing things about that was not more Razorback fans got to enjoy that season in person, and I don't want to see that again this year, and that just means everybody's going to have to get along and do their part.
1: Now, Hunter, what's uh, the conversations been like as far as all the the plans being put into place? Is that something that you're just handling in the uh, athletic department yourself? Or are you in talks with Greg Sankey, with the SEC? Just uh, how, how are those conversations and who all is involved with them?
0: Sure. I mean, we have uh, our SEC medical task force that includes a, a medical professional from each of our 14 institutions that's still um, meeting on a weekly, if not bi-weekly, or twice-a-week uh, basis, and they provide us a number of recommendations that they think to keep our student-athletes safe first and foremost, but I think things vary um, across um, uh, 14 institutions in the states in which they reside, and very challenging for Commissioner Sankey and the SEC to um, kind of have kind of a one-size-fits-all type of protocol, and didn't really do that last year. Um, we followed many of the same protocols as far as fans in the stands, and so we'll, all those decisions will be made locally. And you know, as as we're talking here again for the Rice game, we're playing full capacity, tailgating outside, in and around um, our our stadium, and the band and the cheerleaders being on the field, and just the way it wasn't in, in the past. Um, it was out a COVID year, but COVID is very much a reality across our state and so full capacity again i'll go back to that full capacity is going to be um what we're able to do everybody across the state people coming to these games are going to have to to do their part and whether they agree with it or not um we've got to make decisions that we believe are in the best interest of everyone that's in attendance we'll make those decisions based on input from um, medical professionals across our state
2: hunter what kind of improvements do you look to make to athletics year to year is that something you can look at within the department as a whole, or is that a sport-by-sport sport deal that you have to look at?
0: It's, it's both. I mean, we, we, you know, one of the things I did when I first arrived on campus is I took a tour of facilities with each of our 15 sport head coaches, and I think you see um, some of the things that happened during those tours where we just finished and opened up the uh, J.B. and General Hunt Family Baseball Development Center, and we just opened up the Frank Amir track and field high performance, and then we did a major renovation to our indoor, the Tyson indoor track and field facility, and then, you know, there's obviously been some discussion about a renovation uh, to Bud Walton Arena, which which is necessary, and then our soccer and softball programs have some needs with uh, locker room and operational facilities that we need to address as well, and so I think you can look at it um, from sport to sport, but you also, when you're doing a major facility project, that's got to fit inside your master facilities plan for your department and how you pay for those and the timing of those etc
1: we'll continue our discussion with hunter urichek here in just a second first got to tell you about rockauto.com the ever-increasing number of makes and models it makes it impossible to go to your local chain or auto parts store to stock all the parts you will ever need save time and money when you use rockauto.com it's a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years and the prices are reliably low for every customer. Go and explore their easy-to-use website today to find your solution to all of your auto part needs. And when you go to rockauto.com, see all the parts available for your car or truck, be sure to write "Locked On" in the HOW DID YOU HEAR ABOUT US box so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car parts you'll ever need at rockauto.com.
0: You are Locked on Razorbacks, your
2: daily
1: Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. speaking with Hunter Juracek, the athletic director of the University of Arkansas here on Out of Bounds, 1037 The Buzz. Uh, Hunter, we obviously know that with football season coming up, there's a lot of excitement because heading into Sam Pittman's second year, there's reasons to be optimistic. Last year won three SEC games within what was the toughest SEC schedule or the toughest schedule at all in college football and this upcoming season people are excited to see they're excited to see the home games again and you work with Sam Pittman and obviously you see a lot of uh, him that maybe we don't get to see but what is it about him that you just feel a lot more confident about of why the job he's doing in Arkansas and why he's going to be continue to be the best man for the job here at the football program well first and
0: foremost he has the respect of all 120 Student athletes that are part of our football program—they they trust Sam Pittman. Sam Pittman trusts them. He surrounded himself with an incredible staff, starting with uh, his three coordinators: on you know Barry Odom on the, the defensive side, and Ken LeBrowes on the offensive side, and Scott Fountain and special teams. And um, you, you just when you go out to practice, um, what I see day in and day out that I did not see two or three years ago is that our young men. Are enjoying playing the game of football again and practicing the game of football. There's an incredible camaraderie uh, that exists out there in the field and within our locker room. Uh, we've got, you know, I think 15 super seniors, guys that could have graduated, um, that came back and said, "I want to be a part of what we're building here. I want to come back for another year." We've got 19 of uh, starters that are returning. Uh, we've developed better depth with some transfers at a number of positions. And it all goes back to Sam Pittman and the belief people have in Sam Pittman, the trust that they have in Sam Pittman. Um, Sam Pittman is Sam Pittman. He does not try to be someone he is not. He is as genuine as down-to-earth as they come. Uh, but I will tell you, going out to practice, he's got a level of intensity um, that uh, has the respect of those young men. And um, he'll run through a wall for them, and they'll run through a wall for him.
2: We see you out at practice at times. How often are you able to make it out there?
0: Well, guys, I try to make it out several times a week. I'm going to be, I tell you, I went out today. This is, we had some meetings earlier this week, so I wasn't able to get out to practice since uh, my incident on Saturday. But I promise you, I watched from behind the ball today and was paying much closer attention uh, if any action was coming my way. But I try to get out there, especially this time of year, um, as these young men are going through camp and they're out there a great deal. Um, I'm out there three or four times a week at a minimal.
1: Okay, well, I gotta ask you since you brought it up. Obviously, the incident was uh, something that a lot of people, of course, saw the picture and then you followed it up with the video. Like, it just seemed like the most freakish type of accident I could ever have. Are you recovering okay? Obviously, is the first question, but two, like, just kind of break it down of you know what happened and and how that happened.
0: Yeah, first first and foremost, I'm fine, and I appreciate um, you asking about me. But uh, I'm, I'm perfectly fine. I've got a little bit of a scar on my nose, but other than that, uh, I'm great. Um, you know, I was out there just watching practice. They started uh, the scrimmage, one versus one. Um, the ball is coming my way. Sasha Ogilvy is carrying the ball. Uh, Kendall Briles is, you know, hits him right on the sidelines. And, you know, I'm getting out of the way. Your natural tendency is to get your legs out of the way so that they don't roll up on your, your ankles and or your knees. And also to protect the student athlete. I did have a cup of coffee in my right hand that I value my coffee very much, guys. And didn't want that to spill either, and I think I had everything out of the way, but my face. And just happened to Josh's. Uh, kind of when Kendall hit him, he kind of turned to flip, and as he turned to flip, his uh, I believe his right foot came right across the, the bridge of my nose, and um, gave me a pretty nice gash on my nose, and was bleeding from the inside and out. But everything was good. It was um, not uh, just kind of the, I guess uh, I mean, I was paying attention, I just didn't get everything I needed out of the way.
2: Now, you did have fun with a tweet that you put out about the injury. Was that just based on some of the comments that came in?
0: Yeah, you know, I don't read a lot of the comments that are on Twitter, but I I do have a 17-year-old son at home that uh, shows me many of the comments. And he said, Dad, they're they're starting to put pictures of you next to former Coach Petrino. And um, I said, ah, you know, I didn't even think about that. And um, that that obviously uh, has some varying memories for for Razorback fans from a decade ago. And so – Try to have a little bit of fun with that. That was not a slap at Coach Petrino at, at all. Um, that was just kind of making sure everybody understood I was not. On a motorcycle, I was indeed at a, at a scrimmage. And so just trying to have a fun at all. I, I, just, I don't know Coach, um, and it was not meant in any way to, to harm him. It was really just meant to have some fun with Razorback fans that were having a little fun uh, with me through social media as well.
1: Well, I can tell you just from my personal experience and what I saw, I respected the heck out of it. I thought it was great, and I'm, and I appreciated the humor because it's also kind of fun. I'm sure you get this too. It people like seeing, you know, their athletic director or a head coach or whatever, being able to just you know kind of be human, have some sense of humor, right? be able to have uh, have fun with social media too. Because we know that Coach Musselman definitely does it. So it's also fun to see when ads like yourself can have some fun with it too.
0: Yeah, that, that's all, and that's all it was. It was not to, to, to poke or bring up an incident and um, to, to ch- sweep anybody else under the rug. It was just to have fun. That's you're exactly right.
2: As far as uh, NIL, is that something you feel like is pretty much set for what it is and what it will be, or are you still learning some more details about it?
0: Well, no, I, I think, you know, it, it has gotten out of the gate fast. Our student-athletes have taken full advantage of it. I mean, I think we're close to 100 student athletes that have signed over 100 uh, name, image, and likeness agreements with 60-plus companies across uh, our state. And it's not just football, men's basketball. I think there's roughly 60 that represent men's sports and 40 that represent women's sports. And 17 of our 19 sports programs are now represented as having a student athlete that has name, image, and likeness agreements. Um, So that's great. And, And I think there's some aspects of it that are working. I don't know all the details of what happened um, uh, or what the agreement is with at Brigham Young with their walk-on student athletes, but you know I think that's one of the things that we were concerned about. Some name, image, and likeness agreement like that, where I, I don't foresee a way that a Brigham Young student athlete, a walk-on student athlete, could have twenty-five or thirty thousand dollar value to uh, any company, uh, much less twenty-five or thirty having value to that same company, and so. That's where I think you're seeing, um, I won't call it abuse, but people finding creative ways to use name, image, and likeness. And really what that does is that takes Brigham Young from 85 scholarships to 125, 120 scholarships, roughly, if they cover all their walk-ons. And so those are some of the unintended consequences of name, image, and likeness that as an industry we need to get our arms around. But that's what happens when you have roughly 50 different rules, set of rules, one for each state that are kind of overseeing this name, image, and likeness process. And that's why it's important, whether it's the NCAA governing body or some assistance from our federal government, that we have one overarching name, image, and likeness um, set of bylaws legislation that everybody's operating under.
1: Well, Hunter, before I let you get out of here, obviously with football season upcoming, you guys are always trying to find new things, new additions, or you know some more elements to college football and to make the atmosphere great. Obviously, we know about the COVID restrictions and all that, but is there anything new in store this upcoming football season, or anything you can tell us about that's going to be happening for game day in Fayetteville? Sure, seventy thousand fans packing into Razorback <laughs>
0: Stadium, <laughs> and uh, you know
1: that—that's
0: really. Um, yeah. You know, like that, that second game, and we can't look past the rice because that is a game that we, we need to win and we need to be prepared for. And I know Coach Pittman is zeroed in on September the 4th. But when you talk about September 11th, that's the 20th anniversary of nine eleven. Uh, probably who many Razorback fans see as our biggest rival in Texas is coming back. That's the first major game against Texas or Oklahoma from any team in the SEC. So there's a lot of underlying things. That, that will be a special, special game. There's less than 5,000 tickets available for that game right now. So when you talk about, I don't know when the last time that there were 73, 74, 75, 000 people here in Fayetteville and Razorback Stadium, and um, it's going to be a special night game. national TV on ESPN, and I know that our external team is pulling out all the stops for that game, not only to celebrate our team and their game against Texas, but also the 20th anniversary of 9-11.
1: Well, Hunter, we really appreciate you joining us. I know you're a busy man, but uh, football season's around the corner. Lots of excitement here in the state of Arkansas. Enjoy the season, and I know we'll be catching up with you later down the road.
0: Thank you much for uh, thank you very much for having me on. You guys have a great rest of your week and a great weekend. Go Hogs.
1: Well, appreciate everybody listening in to the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNabors. For any questions, comments, concerns you may have, We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.
2: You are locked on Razorbacks. Your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.